Hello, Mission Kids! Courtney here. It is a great day that the Lord has made. Happy Friday, my friends! We have made it to the weekend after a long week. It is September 18th. Before we get started today, I have two birthday shout-outs. One is to our friend Amina, whose birthday is today, and the other is to our friend Lucy, whose birthday is Sunday. I hope you both feel super celebrated and have a great weekend for your birthday. Who remembers what Fridays are on the podcast? It is our church history day. And last week, we learned about the early church members and the apostles. And today, we are going to learn about how the early church members communicated with one another and about the impact of one of those apostles on the letters that we read today in our scripture. So people in the Roman Empire wrote letters for all the usual reasons, to do business, to make announcements, and to communicate with family and friends. See, they didn't have podcasts or FaceTime or text messages, so they could only communicate with one another by seeing each other face-to-face or, if they didn't live nearby, just send out letters. There was also a very different kind of letter called an epistle. And epistles were long letters intended for a wider audience. So rather than just writing a letter to one person or to a family, So these were intended for either a whole community or a whole church. They were used to teach, and they contained arguments or explanations that were useful to a whole group of people. This type of letter became important among the Christians as a way to build relationships between churches that were separated by many miles, while also teaching the faith and supporting the new believers. So let's think about church today. I know that right now we're not going to church, but when we did, you probably got to church in a car, right? You drove from your house, or your parents drove really, from your house and drove to church. Or maybe you rode your bike sometimes, maybe sometimes you were even close enough to walk. But usually that's not the case these days, right? Some people even travel 30 minutes, an hour, just to get to church. But back in the old days of the early Christians, everyone who attended church would do so in their neighborhood. So they could only walk to church, and they would always have a church in their community that they could attend, and usually it was honestly in someone's houses. They didn't necessarily have a different building that they could go to, so they would just go to someone's house for church. And across many miles, there would be other churches further away that people could walk to. So you always went to church in your neighborhood. And so you might imagine that if your church was on the other side of town, you might not be communicating to people who go to a different church. So that's why these epistles became very important. Some of these letters, especially the letters of Paul, helped establish the teachings of this new religion, and those eventually became part of the New Testament. There were a few different tools that we needed in order to get those epistles written down. 
The first is what is called a scribe or a scroll. So not everyone who had something to say was necessarily a good or speedy writer. So many authors in the ancient world chose to dictate their letters by speaking them aloud, and a secretary or scribe would take care of the actual writing. After the first draft was said or dictated, the author checked it over and made corrections. Finally, the scribe wrote out a clean, perfect final copy. There were three things that were needed in order for the scribe to even be able to write those letters down. What do you need today to be able to write a letter? Probably pen and paper came to your mind, and you would be right. You need ink to go in the pens, you need a pen or the vessel to do the writing, and then you need paper to write on. So back in the ancient days, there were two colors of ink that could be used. They would either be black ink, and it resisted fading, and it was cheap and pretty easy to make. Or there was red ink that was a little bit more expensive, but it was just as good. Ancient pens were made from a specific kind of reed that grew on the banks of the Nile River. A normal pen was 8 to 10 inches long and cut to a sharp point with a little split at the tip. So they looked and sounded a lot like our own pens today. But paper was pretty different. Now, today, we have paper made out of trees. But ancient writers had two main types of paper to write on, papyrus and parchment. Papyrus was made from papyrus reeds, which were flattened into sheets and then glued together to make scrolls. Parchment was made from animal hides and was more durable than papyrus. Sheets of parchment were sewn together rather than glued to make scrolls. I, for one, if I had to make paper out of an animal hide, I'm not really sure I'd be doing much letter writing. But hey, it was a different time. Now, anyone have any guesses of how long Paul's longest letter in the New Testament is? And what book do you think it might be? The longest book was the book of Romans, and that scroll would have been over 16 feet long. In Paul's day, that paper alone would have cost about $600 in today's currency. So it's pretty dang cool that we have these letters passed down to us that we're reading today in our Bibles. And even though now we have them all ni nicely bound and put together, and they've been translated in a bunch of different languages, they didn't have that in the early church. They just had one letter that passed along to different churches for them to read and be part of their church community in some way. How cool is it that the very same letter that Paul or one of his scribes had written is now the very same text that we are reading today? I'm so thankful for that. That's so cool. So today during our prayer time, I'm going to ask you to thank God that we are able to read the very words that Paul and many other early Christian authors have written that are now part of our Bible, that we have the opportunity and freedom to read every single day. 
We are very, very thankful and very blessed to have that opportunity. Our memory verse for this week comes from Hebrews 13, verse 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And now let us enter into a time of prayer. I praise my God this day. I give myself to God this day. I ask God to help me in this day. You may lift up your own prayers and petitions to the Lord during this time. And now, as our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has taught us, we are bold to pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Do you have a question for me, your lovely host, Courtney? Or do you want a chance to end up on the next podcast? Whether it be a birthday shout-out, a prayer request, or just a funny joke, if you give me a call, your voice might be heard on the next episode. Call me at 423-708-5354. Can't wait to hear from you. And remember kids, God loves you. And you should write a letter this weekend. You can send me a letter. I'll give you my address if you call into the podcast. Or maybe you can send a family member who lives far away. Have a great weekend, y'all.